Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Collecting Scars podcast. I'm your host, Sydney Olson. And if this is your first time listening to one of my podcasts, I'm a stuntwoman, I am a professional parkour athlete, a content creator, and someone that just loves to have really deep conversations with other people, and myself, obviously. So I really wanted to start this podcast to just talk about things that I've learned in my life and put them up here to share with you guys. And if it resonates, great. If it doesn't, that's okay too. I don't ever want to force things on you. And I always, always think like, take what resonates and leave what doesn't. So I hope that you guys enjoy this episode today. I'm just doing like an end of your reflection. I wrote down some questions that I really liked and I answered them and I encourage you guys to do the same. I just think it's a really, really great way to end the year to see all of the good things that happen, all the things that you didn't love that happen, and what you learned, and how you can best move forward in the next year. So some of the questions that I ask are, what did I learn this year? In what ways am I better this year than last year? What new habits did I take on? And what are things that I bought that I was really excited about? And what could I have done better? So what did I learn this year? I feel like I really, really learned how to trust my intuition. And I have my most recent podcast episode before this one talks a little bit more on how to do this yourself. But really what I noticed is that in my solar plexus, like kind of in my gut, if I feel expanded and I feel like this outwards energy and I feel kind of good in the moment, like a full body yes, then it's something that I should be doing. And if I feel constricted and I feel dreadful and I feel like any sort of maybe this is what I should be doing or no, then it's probably a no for me. And like I said, I get into it this a lot more how to differentiate between your intuition and your ego because the ego is super loud and it'll, it'll tell you these things either way. But sometimes it's really, really important to listen to that deeper aspect of you, the one that is all-knowing. Uh, another thing that I learned, but I feel like I always knew, but this year really solidified me, was life is happening for me rather than to me. So this year in particular was pretty difficult. There was a lot of great things about it, but there was a lot of things that carried these really, really hard lessons. And having the phrase, life is happening for me rather than to me, allows you to see that there is a connection for things that are happening that you don't prefer. And I know that there's some really, really hard things that people go through. There's been the really, really hard things that I have gone through personally. And in the moment, that's the last thing you want to hear is that this is good for you. It really is. And you need, I'm not saying that you should bypass that. I'm definitely thinking that you should feel your feelings and, you know, like feel the grief and, and feel upset for a little bit, but then decide, okay, this was a really difficult thing that happened. And I am open to the idea that maybe there's a lesson for me here, or maybe I could use it that way. At least it's really just Choosing the way to see things, how you choose to see it is everything, and it'll help you so much navigating these really tough situations. So life is happening for me rather than to me is probably one of the best things that I've decided to do for myself (laughs) because it just just makes it so much easier to navigate everything. Um, Another thing that I learned is big growth requires big lessons. If you want a big life where you're 
you're growing in so many ways and you're so much better than you were before and you're making more money and you're so much happier and all of this, it's going to require you going through some pretty hard things to get there. And you have to be open to the idea of that. And that's another thing life is happening for me because you can't just have like this really epic life without going through the hard stuff to get there. I really do believe that's true. I think about when I moved to LA and I had no money and I remember times where I like couldn't pay my rent and I had $2.50 in my account and I was like, do I use this for a little bit of gas or do I use it to eat food? And if I didn't go through that, I never would have been able to get to this place where I can fully appreciate my life. If I hadn't gone through the job that I hated, I never would have gotten to the place where I could go for my dream life. So I think these things are really, really important for us to go through. And like I said, big growth, it requires big lessons. So be open to the idea that not everything is going to be perfect all the time and it's okay. Um, the next thing I learned is progression is not linear and priorities change. So progression not being linear or progress meaning something different than what you might think. Uh, let's see. So with parkour and free running this year was, I would say the first year that I really didn't feel like I progressed at all and maybe even, uh Oh, regressed. <laughs> like, but there's a reason for this. Like I hadn't had as much time to train and I also hadn't wanted to train as much. I wanted to get into some other things. I got a lot better at martial arts this year. I got a lot better at a lot of different things this year and just training wasn't the top priority like it was in other years. And so this was really hard for me and it caused this huge identity crisis that I went through. But now I'm finally on the other side of that. And I can see that it's actually really important to allow yourself to change. Change is okay and we should welcome it because if we want to be this better version of ourselves, if we want to create amazing things in our life, we have to be able to let go of the parts that aren't really serving us anymore. And I learned to totally accept myself where I'm at. And I think it's, it's really cool. Like I feel like a couple of years ago, I definitely wouldn't have been able to get to this place, but right now it just feels amazing to be on the other side of that. Like knowing that I've had a good run with all these things and I'm ready for what's next. And so when I think about progression, yeah, maybe I didn't improve in free running this year, but I improved in so many other things. And I look at who I was a few years ago when I was like my best in free running. I'm like, wow, I could beat that girl up. <laughs> I could kick her ass. I'm way more mentally strong than that girl. Um, my life means so much more than just parkour and free running. Like, wow, it's, it's really, really changed and in such a good way too. And so I have to recognize that like, yeah, maybe I didn't grow there, but I grew everywhere else. And that's just a result of priorities changing and it's okay to be okay with that. So I think those are some of the main things that I learned this year that I'm really, really excited about and thought would be fun to share. Um, the next question is in what ways am I better this year than last year? So this year I grew so much and I went so deep in this inner work and willing to feel things that are painful and to investigate things that are painful rather than pretend that they're not there. I think that it's really normal for people to um, try to hide from the things that they don't like about themselves and try and hide from the things that 
happen to you and the things that like hurt to bring up, I think that they're really important to investigate. They're going to help you let go of them. And so with therapy this year, I did start therapy. I don't think I already said that yet. No, I didn't. So this year I started therapy and, uh, <laughs> therapy. Wow. Um, a lot of people have told me throughout my whole life, oh my gosh, therapy's amazing. Everyone should do therapy. It's so great. And it is. Also, it's really hard. <laughs> it's, I was not expecting that it would be this difficult, really. Like, I consider myself to be a very, very, not intuitive, but yes, intuitive, but an introspective person. I'm extremely introspective, and I'm having a hard time with therapy because my therapist doesn't just allow me to be uncomfortable with a situation. She dives deeper. So she'll notice when I'm starting to feel uncomfortable and she'll ask questions beyond that. And it's kind of like the therapist's job to just take a sledgehammer and bulldoze those walls that you put up around your psyche. And I think that's totally their job to do that. <laughs> and it's your job to allow it to happen in order to grow. And it's really painful and it's really, really hard. And it's also incredible. I would say that it's hard in the best way possible. So therapy has been really, really helpful in that, but it's also just, you don't even need therapy to do that. You know, you could also just, if you're feeling a tough feeling, allow yourself to feel it and then come up with a way to move forward. I think that's like the best possible way we can handle a situation, a hard feeling. Rather than stuffing it down and trying to just pretend it's not there or trying to be positive, just recognize it and make friends with it. And so I think that in that way, I'm a lot better this year than I was last year. I'm willing to go there and that is huge. Um, the next one is I meet myself where I'm at now. That is huge for me. <laughs> if you know me personally, that was not my thing to do in previous years before this one. I was go, go, go all the time. And if I wasn't productive, then I was angry at myself and I felt like I was worthless. And now I listen to what I need. I listen to my body. I listen to my mind. I listen to everything, every part of myself. And I meet myself there and I'm like, okay, I'm not feeling this great today. So maybe there's a way for me to integrate that and do the best I can today without forcing myself into anything. And I think meeting myself where I'm at has been a huge game changer. And it's also helped me be better in a lot of ways than I was expecting. So that's another way that I'm so much better than than where I was last year. So really self-acceptance has become extremely important to me. I think that when we're on this self-development journey and we're trying to be the best version of ourselves, the thing that we get stuck on is we start to say things like, I should be doing this, I should be doing that. And if we're not doing these things that we feel like we should be doing, then that's not really being that best version of ourselves. Self-acceptance is the whole other half of self-development, you have to be okay with where you're at and you have to accept what is. So I think that's another thing is that this year I really have learned to just kind of be okay with the way things are and realizing that they're temporary and that things are always changing. And the more we can accept what is and not try to push it away as if it's not there, the more we can move forward because it's kind of like having a GPS going somewhere. You have to be able to put where you're at in order to get to where you want to go. So 
finding where you're at, meeting yourself where you're at, and accepting it is the best way to start. So what are some new habits that I took on? Like I said, I started therapy this year and it's a great investment for my health. Super, super grateful for therapy. Another one is I meditated a lot more this year. I wasn't consistent enough to do it every single day, but I would say that I meditated more than I didn't this year and that was great. So every single day, like I said, wasn't able to do it, but I did it more days than I didn't and that's like probably the first time I really, really achieved that. Um, so like I said, I think a lot of it's letting go of the perfection of things. If you have this goal of like, I wanna meditate every day, it's okay if you don't actually do it every day. The whole point is that it's bringing you closer to that and it's enough to be proud of. So in previous years, I definitely didn't do it more than I didn't do it. What is, what am I saying? <laughs> in previous years, I wasn't able to do it more than not. So this year, that's a huge improvement for me. I mean, I would love to get to the point where I do it every single day, but I also don't wanna hate myself if I don't do it every day. You know what I mean? Because I think it's really easy to slip into that mentality where I'm like, oh, I didn't do it and either give up on the goal or um, kind of find it as ammunition for myself, like why I'm not good enough or something. So letting go of that perfection mindset and just being okay with like, oh yeah, I did, I did it more this year. That's really cool. Um, another thing I did is I, I got a PEMF mat. So it's pulsing electromagnetic fields mat you lay on it and it has different frequencies that imitate the earth so I love to lay on it and meditate or just feel good laying on it like I'll just take a little nap on it it's one of my favorite things to do <laughs> it helps me relax a lot so I started doing that a lot more this year and I, I just bought it this year so that makes sense um, another thing is I had a lot of bubble baths like <laughs> a lot of them and I think it's because I got really sore and it's just like one of those things that helps me relax and helps my muscles feel a little bit better so I probably did one of those at least once a week and I feel like it's always Wednesdays funny enough today's a Wednesday so I'm definitely gonna have a bubble bath but I feel like it's always Wednesdays when I feel the most sore so it's just one thing that's helped me feel really good I'll light some candles I'll make a whole thing out of it and it feels like treating myself you know it really does <laughs> um Another habit that I took on is listening to my body and hormone health. Uh, I think if you guys listened to my other podcast before, I talked about having a thyroid issue for the first time ever. And so I had to really learn how to take care of my hormones. Um, before this year, I was someone that would wake up and immediately have caffeine. And I actually switched to decaf completely for a while. And now I'm having like a little bit of it, maybe 100 milligrams a day. Like I like to take my pre-workout when I work out, but that's it. And I have noticed a drastic improvement in my hormone health. And my cycles are more regular. Everything feels better. So hormone health is so important. I should make a whole episode on it. I probably will. But I would say that's another habit that I've gotten really, really good about. Um, and if you're a woman and you're interested in some resources, I would highly suggest reading this book called In the Flow by Alyssa Vitti. It's one of the best things that I have ever read about hormone health for women. So if you guys resonate with that and you want to learn a little bit more, I would definitely read that book. Okay, what are some, th what are some things that I bought this year that I was really excited about? So I think the thing that I was most excited about was the vacations that I invested in. 
I think that vacations will always be the number one thing that I enjoy in my life. Um, I, I'm less about the material things and I'm more about experiences. So this year I went to some really amazing places. I went to Japan, Australia, England, Hawaii. There was some, a few more, but, um, they were all kind of spur of the moment, if I'm being honest. Like, they were quite impulsive, I would say. But they all were really, really great. And I learned so many valuable lessons being on these trips. And I just feel like traveling is so important for the soul. I feel like we were meant to explore this earth. And so, at least I feel like I was. So, I think that I want to keep travel as a really, really important thing that I continue to do throughout my life. I can't imagine not doing it and like this year I traveled at least once a month which was my goal from a few years ago I remember writing in my notebook of like what I would like my life to look like and I remember actually saying I travel at least once a month and it's been very real and I'm super proud of that so yeah I would say out of those places that I went this year Japan was probably my favorite um oh my gosh just such a cool place such a cool place it feels so safe it's amazing. I, I could go on and on about how great that was. But I guess another thing that I got this year that I was really excited about, I didn't buy it. I did a partnership with the Yes Soul bike. And it's kind of like a Peloton, a little different. It's a little bit cheaper and it's run by this Chinese company, but they sent me one. And if you guys are interested in getting one, I do have a discount code for it. If you use Olsen1, I think it's Olsen 1. Yeah, I'll, I'll link it in the show notes, but it's Olsen 1, and that'll get you another $100 off. And during the holidays, I believe if you use that code, it's only $399. And I love it. Like, I've been riding it a couple times a week just at night <clears throat> when it's too late to go for a run or too late to go for a walk or something like that. I won't, like, go crazy on it. I hate doing cardio, but I'll just ride it. It feels like I'm doing something productive, and I'll, like, watch a YouTube video while I do it. Love it. Anyway, so that's, those are things that I'm pretty excited about. Um, then, then I have a question of what could I have done better? And I think the number one thing is that I didn't really feel productive during the strike. And I feel like I maybe could have spent that time a little bit more wisely. But, you know, could have, would have, should have also. <laughs> but I think ultimately there was a lot of things going through my mind, things that I was excited about. Uh, right now I've actually started an Instagram page for like wellness and health and nutrition. If you guys want to follow that, it's Sydney underscore O underscore wellness. And I'm sharing recipes there. I'm sharing my fitness tips, my wellness tips, if you guys are interested in that. And I've been wanting to do this for quite a while, but hadn't actually got around to it until now. But I am taking on one-on-one -on -one clients for nutrition and fitness. So if you guys are interested in that, please send me a message on Instagram at Sydney Olson one or the other Instagram page if you're interested in that too. Um, I, the whole time during the strike, I was figuring out a way I could do this and I never actually got around to doing it until now and the strike is over funny enough, but it doesn't matter. It's still something I've wanted to do forever and now I'm actually doing it. So I think there was a little bit of regret not doing it sooner, but it doesn't matter. I'm doing it now and that's what's important. And I guess the other thing I definitely could have done better was getting back to people that message me or text me or whatever. I think I felt like this year was just such a year of growth. So I was just so focused on myself and like in my little bubble of that, that I had a really, really hard time getting back to people. So those are some things I would have done better. 
but yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. I feel like there's a lot of really great things that happened this year. Again, a lot of really hard things, but ultimately it was a really great year and reflecting on it helps me realize that because before I did this reflection, I was sitting there thinking like, this was a terrible year. You know, like <laughs> I was thinking that. And then you actually reflect on it and you're like, wow, I actually accomplished a lot, even though it didn't feel like it at the time. So I highly recommend doing this as a journal exercise and I will put the questions in the show notes so that way you guys can do that little reflection yourself. And I hope you guys have a really happy holiday. I hope you have a great new year and the next time you hear a podcast from me, it will be 2024, which is so wild. And yeah, guys, happy holidays. Happy new year. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening and goodbye.